Oh, hey. Sloan Stevens is back, huh? Australian Open Tennis. I ain't betting on it. No way. Not anymore. I'm still going to watch it. Sloan Stevens is back. Unbelievable. I, uh, it's, it's what, Tuesday? That's uh, still Monday, 11.52 a.m. p.m. Oh. Australian Open Tennis is on. I mentioned last episode how much I love to watch it. I figured, hey, why not watch it and record? I know uh, the audio is not the best. Some of these episodes are going to have good audio. Some are going to have bad audio because there's a way to record with a microphone and there's a way to record with just your phone. And sometimes just using your phone is the easier way to do it. It's Monday, February 8th, 11.53 p.m., just to be clear. And I'm watching the Australian Open. I got my buddy. He's texting me pictures of uh, food from P.T.'s. He went to P.T.'s to pick up some nachos late night. And that's his favorite late night spot to get, like, drunken food. It's right down the street from his house. You know, P.T.'s. P.T.'s Bar and Grill in Vegas. It, every P.T.'s is down the street from somebody's house in Vegas. There's so many goddamn P.T.'s in Vegas. And I don't know why. But my buddy... Well, I mean, I know why. Because it's clearly a... You know what? I don't know why, but it's an overpriced fucking place to go. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why P.T.'s Pub is an overpriced place to go. I went there one time when I wasn't gambling. I mean, I'm not gambling now, but like the period where... The first period where I didn't gamble for 630 days. I went on a date with a girl to PTs. Now, when you go to PTs and put money in the slot machines, your drinks become free. But I quit gambling. So I can't do that on a date at PTs. I have to hope my date decides to gamble. Otherwise, I have to pay for her drinks. And I ended up Paying $98 for drinks at PT's just for this girl. All she had to do was put money in the Keno machine. That was it. If she put money in the Keno machine, I couldn't do it because I quit gambling. And I don't want to be like, yo, gamble so I can get free drinks. I was just kind of like in my mind hoping like she would just do it. And I wouldn't have to like embarrass myself about the fact that I did not want to pay for her drinks really because I really didn't have a lot of money. But I sucked it up. I didn't say anything. And if she had just played Keno, it would have been like the best night ever because we could have played my number five. My favorite number five we could have played. And five has always been my favorite number. It was my T-ball number. It was my Little League number. It was my high school baseball number. I love the number five. So we could have played the number five for my favorite number. And we could have played the number five for the amount of wine glasses that she had that night. 98 fucking dollars I spent because I didn't gamble. Timing. 
Australian Open's back on. This Australian Open, this, these announcers are fantastic. My favorite is uh, when McEnroe gets on there. He's the best. Doesn't matter which McEnroe, John or... Uh, everybody only knows John in tennis. Who's this? Mo versus Trioki. Wow. Where's Nadal? Where's Federer? No line judges. Fault. Patrick McEnroe. That's John, that's John McEnroe's brother, Patrick McEnroe. I was just going to say, you always only know John McEnroe, you know? Because he screams all the time. Everybody loved John McEnroe because all he did was scream. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that approach. And people, you know, they only like it when you're good at tennis, I guess. I don't know. I think this is Patrick McEnroe speaking now. It's not Patrick McEnroe. I watch this shit religiously every year, and I can't get the announcer's name down. I think it's Brad, uh, Brad Stevens. No, that's the, that's the Celtics coach. What the hell is the name of the announcers for the Australian Open tennis? This guy used to coach like Serena Williams, and Serena Williams is, is just an incredible athlete. Dominates the women's game. It's it's incredible what Serena Williams does, but I she this used to be her coach, and I don't think he's her coach anymore. But I don't remember his freaking name. And it's driving me crazy as I watch the Australian Open with no money on it. See, that's the thing. When I had money on it, I didn't even care what the announcer's name was. I just enjoyed listening to it in between, you know, live bets. Let's try to find his name. I think it was Brad. Australia, ESPN, um, tennis announcers. Let's see what comes up here. I images. No, that's not. Images is an underrated um, thing on Google. Like when you need to find things, sometimes it's easier to just do the search and go to images. Screw looking at articles and reading. You just need pictures. I've never seen a bad Marshawn Lynch commercial. So John McEnroe, Patrick McEnroe, Brad Gilbert. There it is. I knew it was Brad Gilbert. The thing is, I thought Brad Gilbert was the name of uh, the guy that played on Everybody Loves Raymond. But that would be Brad Garrett? Ugh, names. <laughs> and we're back, I think. This guy's too. He's great. He's got the English accent. Darren Cahill? Is that him? No, that's not. This guy's older than Darren Cahill. Tom Rinaldi. He's not going to do it anymore, right? He retired. Chris Fowler. I mean, can that guy do anything wrong? Chrissy Everett? Oh, her sass on these tennis broadcasts. That's my favorite thing. I remember I would lose money on a women's tennis match, and then in a post game, Chrissy Everett was like so mean to the player that just lost, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, barrier, yeah." I tell you what, you may not enjoy any of this if you don't know tennis at all, but 
This is a lot more fun than betting on it. For me, at least. Brad Gilbert. So there's no line judges, but there is ball people. So that kind of just shows you that tennis players are lazy. Like, you could just get your own balls. <laughs> well, it meant, yeah, too easy. Out. See, I could have been a line judge. That's why I don't have them. You could just watch tennis from home and be a line judge. What do you need those people... Standing there awkwardly with their hands over their um, genitals, protecting themselves from Novak Djokovic hitting tennis balls at him. That's actually a thing that happened in tennis. Novak Djokovic got like kicked out of a major because he hit somebody in the face with a ball, and it wasn't really on purpose, but like you kind of got to kick him out. And it was like, oh no, that's crazy. How could he kick the number one player in the world out? It was an accident. And then, like, the next tournament he played, and you, you could Google this. Go to Google. Don't search images on this one. Just go straight to the video. Djokovic hits ball people. Because the next tournament, right after he got kicked out of it for hitting a ball person um, with the ball, he did it again on accident. Two times in a row he did it on accident. Like something I've never seen in my 15 years of tennis betting experience was a line person or anybody get hit in the face or neck with a ball. And Djokovic did it twice accidentally in two consecutive tournaments. Timing. Timing. It's it, just so much time, like comedy in the timing of things. Pam Shriver, she's fantastic too. She really is. Just tennis coverage, ESPN, Australian Open, whether you bet on it or not, it's just a fun time. It's a party. It is now Tuesday, February 9th, and I am excited because it's going to be another open mic night, I think. I plan on going to another open mic, doing some comedy. Um, I might go down Circa. I don't know. That's the thing. Circa Pool in Vegas. They got the sportsbook pool. Unbelievable. It's just, it's, it's a dream for a sports better. It really is. It's a dream scenario. It's got the warmest pool water you will ever feel in the middle of winter. Like the first kind of water that I ever went in and I didn't have to cover my genitals. See how it all comes back? I didn't have to cover my genitals. I went right in. Like no effect on it. There was no cold, no worry of, oh no, are my things going to shrink? Like I just went right in and that water was the perfect temperature. Circus Sportsbook has the perfect temperature pools. It all came back to cover in your genitals. The linesman in tennis and then Circa Pool. It's, I don't know how I do it, but it's just, it's just, you know, it, it takes me a while to get there. I always tell you, you know, I tell you, you may want to not listen to this at the original speed. I'm a slow talker. Not so much a slow talker. I talk really fast. Listen to me talk fast, fast, fast. It's just it takes me a while to get there. But, you know, these ideas in this, this head, the, the funny ones, it takes, it's like when you, when you start your car. Just because it doesn't, like, start right away doesn't mean it's a terrible car. 
Sometimes you give it a pump and it, you know, and okay, I just got to do it again. And when you do it again, it starts. So even though it took two times, it was better the second time. Got to explain everything, like not philosophically, but in, you know, in, in visuals, I don't know. You got to let people find a way to experience it without actually experiencing it. There it is, philosophy. Gambling in the philosophy. I need you to experience how fun it is to watch the Australian Open. There's no challenges. Breaking news. Australian Open, no challenges. Stevens up 2-1 in the second. I just said that. Brad Garrett was fantastic in Everybody Loves Raymond, by the way. Everybody Loves Raymond is an underrated sitcom. And I, I hear it from like my married friends, how they could relate to it. It's weird that I can't relate to it, kind of, because I'm not, I was never married, but I did live with a girl one time. And that was like two years of like, oh my God. The, like, the girl I lived with for two years was a combination of Deborah from Everless Raymond and then Carrie from King of Queens all wrapped up into one. And if you know what those shows are, you're going to be like, wow, how did you survive two years of that? And the answer was easy. My aunt moved in with my mom, so I couldn't get out. You know, like I was like, I'm going to move back with my mom. And I remember picking the clothes up on, off the sidewalk. That's uh, the thing that actually happened. Like, you know, in a movie when they're like, we're breaking up, your clothes are going on the sidewalk. And then the guy picks up the clothes and then he goes to his car and then he moves on with his life. Well, I, you know, the clothes are on the sidewalk. They came from, it, well, it started from the upstairs, um, the high window. It was like going down. But like, <laughs> that was, uh, I think her arms got tired. So she just eventually ran all the way down the stairs and then out to the front porch and just threw like a bunch of things at one time, like the rest. And uh, I remember walking out of the house and, and picking up my stuff, and I called my mom. I'm like, you know what, I, I gotta, I'm moving back with my mom. I got to call her. And I called her, and she goes, oh, my God, I was just going to call you. I was like, oh, man, and mothers always know. They always know, you know? And she goes, yeah, your aunt's moving in, so I hope everything's going okay with you and your girlfriend. And <laughs> I couldn't move back in with my mom. Because I'm not going to live with my aunt and my mom. I mean, I don't mind living with my mom, even if I was a little older. But I'm not going to live with my aunt and my mom. I'm not, a, I'm not a loser. But so I had to pick up my clothes and then go back into the house. Yeah. I was the guy who lived there who like people looked at like, how does that guy stay? Like, <laughs> how does he put up with that, you know? Wow, watching the Australian Open, it really just brings back so many memories. I hope you guys, uh, you know, enjoy the greatness of this, the brilliance. Remember, hard to be humble when you're great as I am. And even when your bank account's over Jazzy 2400, remember, hard to stay humble. My name's Benny Leg. Follow me on Instagram, Benny Leg. Twitter, at Benny Leg Wins. Um, you know, comedy, that's what I'm trying to do. And, uh, you know, teach you what it's like to be a gambler, you know.
I missed betting on the Australian Open. It's one of the fun, funnest times in my life was losing money on tennis. I can't, ex- I mean, I'm trying to explain it. It probably doesn't make sense, but it was just fun to lose. I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and sometimes it rains. I think that's from Bull Durham. Maybe I'll do more Australian Open tennis things. Eventually, I will get to the relapse story. That's coming. It's like I got to build up followers. I tell you what, if I get an episode to like 100 listeners, that's not even a lot. Uh, Give me an episode of 100 listeners, and I'll finally tell the relapse story. Until then, you're just going to get new, original, creative, you know, sometimes like, whoa, what the fuck's he doing? Uh, Content. And, uh, you know, you're going to listen, and you're going to be entertained. So thank you again. Um, any support, I just so much appreciate. Thank you for listening. And uh, tell all your friends, please. Because if you don't tell anybody, no, I'm not going to get that 100 listens. So you're never going to get the relapse story. And that is the best story. All right. Good night from Australia.